You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast hosted by us. I am your host Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm ready to book a new 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 day, new card. Right? It's a new day. It's a new card. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Speaking of tunes, Mikey, <laughs> I didn't mean the transition perfect, that early. Perfect transition. I didn't want to transition that early to the first segment we have today, but uh, it really nailed it. Actually, more ways than one, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Hit the Books. Uh, like we said, we are a fancy booking podcast. What we do is that we've been booking SmackDown for the past year. So we have been booking. What that means is rivalries, stories, promos, matches, match results. We've been doing it for the past year, and we have a whole card, a whole nother card for you today on this episode. And we thank you for that. And what helps keep us realistic is the randomizer. The randomizers are God and Savior and Devil. Um, it's our it angle, is, and it is our devil. It's the thing that keeps us up at night. It's the thing that uh, makes us real. It makes us face our fears. Uh, it makes us, uh, gives us those like injuries and gives us those things that we can't account for. We can't fancy book, so it makes us realistic in that sense. But uh, like we said, Mikey, the perfect thing is I got a segment. I got a little game show prep for you today. A game um, show? A game show. Oh, boy. Uh, it's The game show is called Guess That Tune because I couldn't think of a better name. I was trying to think of like a WWE name. I was gonna say maybe it's Tune Time, but that's too close to like Tune Town, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I'll think of something later, maybe if we never, <laughs> if we do this game again. But I got a game for you, Mikey. Okay. What I have in front of me are ten WWE wrestlers entrance music. Okay. Right. Um, I will play their song, and it is your job. To based on the song alone, uh, to guess who, which wrestler, uh, whose song does that wrestler belong to? Okay. Or who's, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you understand. I got it. <laughs> I butchered the rules. Um. So yeah. So basically, so what I have in front, of, what in front of you as well is I gave you a list of twenty wrestler names. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just want to read off some of those bad boys. All right. So so I have a word bank. Uh, I guess I'll just go top down here. We got names like JBL, Dan Severn, Joy Giovanni, Ultimo Dragon, Eddie Guerrero, Razor Ramon, Doink the Clown, Kevin Nash, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Lex Luger, Vladimir Kozlov, Gangrel, New Age Outlaws, D'Lo Brown, Viscera, Paulo Cruz, A-Train, Luther Reigns, Candice Michelle, and Akira Tozawa. 
Yeah, a bunch of very uh, out there names. I feel so. It's it's. This is one of my favorite games I play in the car sometimes. To just have uh, people get play some entrance music and have people guess even the, like the wrestler or the gimmick itself. And I give bonus points to if you could guess if you could guess the gimmick for the wrestler and then what bonus points for what ethnicity that wrestler actually is <laughs> compared to what they're actually playing. Um, but yeah, this is one of my favorite games to play and I wanted to play this on hit the books. So here we are, Mikey, are you ready for it's this one, This first one's a warm up. Uh, okay. I'll be honest. It's a warm up. You should easily get this, but are you ready? Mikey? I'm, for... I'm, I'm the most scared of those. That's fair enough. Uh, it is embarrassing if you can't get this first warm up. Don't tell me. That. Are you now, ready now for? I'm panic and not get it. Eh, well, then get it. Just do that. Just be good. And now I'm panicking. <laughs> Just be good, Mikey, and you wouldn't have these problems. <sighs> now, Mikey, are you ready for? Guess that tune. I guess so. Okay, here is song number one. Viva la raza. Oh, okay. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it in five seconds. <laughs> we're not doing we're not doing speed here, but getting it in five seconds, very impressive. Good on you, Mikey, getting it real quickly. I mean, yeah, you're right. That was a warm up round. Yeah, that was easy. That was an easy warm up, right? I mean, you know, yeah, Eddie Guerrero, knock him off the list. Good on that. Yep. You ready for the ready for song number two? Yep. Maybe a little bit harder. I still consider this a warm up. But let's see if you can get this one, Mikey. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, this is J- this is JBL. That's correct. JBL number ooh, eight seconds. A little slower than Eddie Guerrero, but we're getting there. We're getting there. How are you feeling so far? You're two songs down, Mikey. It was two two pretty easy ones, so I'm not I'm not like confident. I'm just like, okay, those are simple ones. I got those out of the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, let's let's keep moving along. This is now song number three. That was that that sounded awful in my headphones. That's Doink the Clown. <laughs> that is correct. Doink the Clown. Eleven seconds. You're slowing down, Mikey. No, be- <laughs> mostly seems- because that sound ruptured my eardrums. And I had to get through the shock of it first. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, you're three for three so far, so you are doing great. Um, how do you feel heading into the fourth song? I can't think of the word. I'm feeling like I'm ready, but also I'm keeping my guard up because I know there's going to be a random hard one that I'm not going to be able to get. Okay. Well, let's see if you can get this next song. I would say this is discernibly harder. We're going to ramp it up real Goes quick. Real, right up the scale. Let's see if you can get song number four. Let me show you what love is. Let me show you how to move your body. Let me show you how to make I feel like there's one singular option here. Is that Candace Michelle? That is correct. Candace Michelle. Maybe we should have put... Someone, someone less obvious. What do you mean? It could have been Joy Giovanni. It definitely wasn't. <laughs> it could have been Vicera. <laughs> it could have been the New Age Outlaws. It could have been Vicera. He was the big love machine. It could have been Kevin Nash. 
But good job. You got Candace Michelle. So good on you. Let's keep moving along to the next song. You ready, Mikey? Mm-hmm. Song number five. For a second, I was like, didn't we do this one? I like this one. And I'm pretty sure it's A-Train because that was the train sound in the beginning. You are correct. That is A-Train, otherwise based known on, as Matt Bloom, based on the, context head coach, the head coach of NXT. Also Matt known Bloom's. as, uh, what was his other name? What was what was he for a while? Tenzai? Yeah, Lord Ten- Tensai. Ten- not Lord, Tenzai. Lord That's Tensai. a new Japan wrestler. Lord Tensai. <laughs> Lord Len Tensai. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you ready for the sex one, Mikey? Yep. Probably get a little bit easier. Let's see how you do. This sounds really familiar. This is re- this is this is recent, right? Yes, this is a recent wrestler. This is Apollo Cruz. That is correct, Apollo Cruz. That is correct. You're doing great, Mikey. You you were nervous before, but you're doing great. I'm always nervous when it comes to tests, <laughs> or like I guess that's fair. Games where I have to f- pick an answer. That's fair. Well, you've gotten every single one correct so far, so maybe I need to get harder uh, on this next round. But let's let's keep moving along, Mikey, to this next song. Let's see how you do. Okay. This is this is Gangrel. I just sorry. I, I wanted to let it play a little bit because I love this theme song. Yes, that was correct. That was Gangrel, aka also uh, I guess the Brood as well. Uh, the, the bop of a hit song. I love that song. Pretty good. I'll be honest. You're doing great, Mikey. So we're. I forgot. I lost track of what song we're, we're at. at. I think seven. this is number eight. We're at seven. Uh, we just did number we seven. Just or did, about we to just do... did number seven. We're about to do eight. Okay, so we're moving on to number eight, Mikey. It's getting harder. Last three. Let's see how you do. Song number eight. Vladimir Kozlov. Yep, that is correct. Vladimir Kozlov. And what was the giveaway on that one? I don't know. The Russian in the beginning. (laughs) Okay, well, let's keep going along. Song number nine. I'll let this one play a little bit because I kind of like this one. I know this one, though, but I just like it. This is uh, Ricky the Dragon. That is correct. I'm surprised you got Ricky the Dragon so quickly. I, I would not have guessed. Really? With, even with the dragon noise in the beginning of that? I'm sorry. You have Ultimo Dragon in there as well. I would have been like, uh, I don't know which one. I've only, I don't I know the know difference. because I've heard Ricky's music before because you, cause when I used to watch – like. When I like before I stopped watching for the first time, I watched him in the Hall of Fame ceremony, and like I watched him in the he was at WrestleMania and he came out to his music. Like, oh, okay, so you're a big old fan. Uh, nah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, well, let's and he, move and he on had that to... Legends match with like I think it was the Miz or somebody, somebody random. No, who was it? It was like it was like a handicap match, and it was like somebody versus a bunch of legends. Maybe it was Sheamus. What WrestleMania match is this? I don't know. I remember. A handicap match and it was like a bunch of like legends it was like ricky 
Steamboat, and a bunch of other people. It was like Ricky Steamboat, Jimmy Snuka. Was this the one that had the tie-in with the wrestler te- the wrestler movie that was coming out? Probably. Like it was against a handicap match against Chris Jericho. Yeah, Roddy yep. Piper, Jimmy Snooker, Ricky Steamboat versus Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was, and it was uh, they were all doing that on behalf of uh, I guess. Uh, what was the who was the wrestler? Oh, <laughs> it was the, um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey on behalf of Mickey Rourke. I still gotta watch that show. Apparently, it's really good. We're well, not show, but movie. Wait, Darren Aronofsky did that movie? Hold on, what really? Ryan, Ryan we still have what we still have one more. No, this is more important. <laughs> you're right. Let let me focus. You're on the number. You're on the tenth song, Mikey. This is probably the hardest one yet. Mm-hmm. But let's see if you can get it. Number ten of the Guess That Tune game. Let's see how you do. This one for me is between two people. This who's it between? This one. It's between Kevin Nash, Razor Ramon. Yeah, it's between those two. Why? Why between those two? What, what, what about this song is making you feel like it's one of those two? So, for me, it's like the heavy guitar makes me think it's a big guy. And the, the fact that it's like, the fact that it's a heavy guitar and that the pacing of it, like, is very slow. It's like, yeah, like, it sounds like they're, like, gonna, like, walk out slowly and it's a big guy. And the, the, the random, like, I don't know what the instrument it is, but, like, the random cowboy shit in the back. You know what I'm talking about. Sure. I'm going to go... For all the marbles, Mikey, you have gotten 9 out of 10 so far. Can you get the 10? I'm going to go Razor. Ooh, incorrect! (laughs) You blew it on the last question. That correct answer was, of course, Kevin Nash. I I knew at least I was on the right track. Yeah, you were down 50-50. I mean, you had, what, like 11 people left on your word bank? Yeah. Well, you got 9 out of 10 correct, Mikey, which is very, very impressive. Hopefully, uh, next time we play this game, if we play this game, uh, you can get all 100 correct. 100%, not 100 (laughs) correct. We're not going to do 100 of these. Quick sidebar. Yeah. Next time, can we do, like, 5? Because now I have to go get all these theme songs. (laughs) Eh, that's probably fair. <laughs> well, uh, we'll leave on a high note, Mikey, and I think the only way to really leave on the highest note um, is by listening to some good old tunes. This song's a jam. Good thing everyone's going to be hearing just the song and not it from your phone because hearing it from your phone through headphones is audio hell. So you're playing it off of your phone into a microphone, which is coming through my headphones, and it's distorting it a lot, and it sounds miserable. So 
Yeah, which makes it harder for you because you have to <laughs> you have to discern the song based on shitty audio. <laughs> Maybe we'll think of a better way to do this next time we play this game. But uh, yeah, congratulations, Mikey. You got nine out of ten. That is a ninety percent. That is an A uh, in any uh, teacher's handbook. Nice. So congratulations. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, I did it. I'm glad I did it good. Yes. Uh, so you have five minutes for your acceptance speech. Uh, here's your prize. Five whole um, minutes. That's a lot. Yeah, five whole minutes. Uh, you could use all of it or none of it. Uh, but here you go. You have your time to say whatever you like to. Who do you want to thank at home? And here's your prize. I'm going to thank myself for being a wrestling fan and knowing those theme songs because nobody else in my family would. Wow. <laughs> the only person he thinks is himself. Wow. He put. He's putting himself over here, folks. You thought Mikey was the big old baby face? Nah, he's the heel. And I would of this like show. to thank JBL, Eddie Guerrero, Doink the Clown, Ricky Dragon, Steve Vladimir Kozlov, Gangrel, Apollo Cruz, A Train, <laughs> and Candice Michelle for all having very easy theme songs to guess. That's fair, <laughs> I guess, to them. <laughs> well, then, perfect. Well, then, without with that out of the way, Mikey, let's get to the actual show. And why don't we kick it off with uh, the show opener, Mikey? Let's yeah. take it to you. Our show opener: The New Day Open SmackDown. The three talk about their issues with the Pure, and Kofi goes into Kofi goes into about how he doesn't know when Gulak is going to challenge, but when he does, he'll be ready. However, until then, we need a new number one contender for the WWE Championship, and that will be decided soon and he's ready for whoever comes his way oh yeah bb uh new day opening up the show kofi kingston ready that's right it should be said we did we have announced in our main event it will be a triple threat number one contenders match between roman reigns aj styles and kevin owens oh yeah so i'm definitely excited about that potentiality but until then, Mikey, we have a bunch more matches the, to get the through. Fen- the phenomenal big dog show. Oof. <laughs> That's the name That's of the a... triple threat. Oh, my God. Sponsored by Dog Collars. The phenomenal um, big dog show. If you, need to, if you need to know what your dog's name is, why don't you put it on a collar? Dog Collars. Uh, anyways, collars. first matchup here tonight, Mikey, is Drew McIntyre. He is challenged. He's, he wants the challenge, and he has requested this match yet again. And he has requested a one-on-one match against Keith Lee. Whoa. The limitless one himself, mm-hmm. Keith Lee. Drewy Max, Keithy Lee. Mikey, but the, of course. Drewy Max and Keithy Lee. I hate it. I think Keith Lee is going to put up a big old fight. But I think at the end of the day, Drew McIntyre is going to win. Sounds right to me. He's going to pull out that victory. Oh, yeah. Which is good for him. I mean, now, what what's McIntyre's response emotionally to this win? He's Is he still unsatisfied, right? Or is he just like, okay, that was in the, that was in the right direction, maybe? I think he's still just wholly unsatisfied because he's Drew McIntyre and he's hard to please. Even though, uh, even though he he had a little bit tougher challenge here compared to Lucha House Party, I'd probably say. Yeah, but it was still like it was like whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move. Keep moving on. Let's look into the women's division, Mikey. Big things happening out of there. Oh yeah. All right. So the next segment, 
We have Naomi coming to the ring to officially challenge for the women's title at the Royal Rumble. Sasha Banks interrupts and says that if anyone deserves the title shot, it's me. And if I have to go through you to get it, I will. Then Natalia comes out and says that she wants the she wants the champion before she was the champion before Baszler and she wants a proper rematch. And that she wants it before Sasha and before Naomi. Then Sasha and Natalia start arguing about about who's who's gonna be the number one contender and who does who who deserves it more. When Baszler comes out and says that she really doesn't care who challenges for the title and that she'll kick all of your asses. Starting with you. And she points at Naomi and attacks Naomi. Who? Then, Nata- then Natalia goes after Baszler and Sasha goes after Natalia and there's a whole big scrum in the middle of the ring with everyone fighting everyone. Um, and then GM Page comes out and makes a tag match coming up next with Naomi and Natalia versus Banks and Baszler. That is that is that is a tag match that like that I just love. I love tag matches have all these extra angles to it cuz of course it's like you know we have these two fighters mm-hmm. who or two, two you know two groups of fighters they're all feuding against each other but now they all want now they're all interconnected and even on the separate teams you got Banks and Baszler which is a very weird tag team. Mm-hmm. And Naomi and Natalia, which in our history of Hit the Books, also a very strange tag team. So yeah, I'm excited, had their Mikey. History for sure. I'm excited about this. So who picks up the victory? So Naomi and Natalia pick up the victory today because while during Ooh, the match, they, Naomi during the match, Naomi and Baszler fight fight their way out of the arena. They get distracted by fighting each other and completely leave the match, which leaves Sasha and Natalia one on one. And Natalia gets a surprise roll up for the victory over Sasha Banks to show that, hey, maybe the old school tactics work sometimes. Oh, very nice, Natalia. Pulling out the victory. Uh, I like it. I like that. I think it makes sense. I think Banks has been on a huge tear. And I think, you know, I think that maybe makes some sense in my old brain. Well, let's keep moving along, Mikey. The next segment, of course, is backstage. Owens, Kevin Owens, is prepping for his match later tonight, his number one contender triple threat match later tonight, when Sami Zayn and Cesaro walk up to him. Zayn wonders why, despite losing at Survivor Series and losing last week against the two of them, being Cesaro and Zayn, why he, of all people, is getting a number one contenders match tonight. Owens cuts Zane off and says that, look, Sammy, I'm sorry that I'm doing a great job here, and GM Page appreciates that enough to give me a title shot. You know, I didn't sell out for a title shot. I earned it, and I earned it, but not sitting on my ass complaining to every single person in the world, unlike you. And I'm sorry, Cesaro, looking at Cesaro, that someone of your talent and level has to stoop so low to join up with scum like Sammy. Uh, which is a new T-shirt coming to Pro Wrestling Tees this fall. Scum, scum like Sammy. Scum like Sammy. Or sc- skank like Sammy. Either one works. Or, or it's a it's a new HBO show, Scum Like Sammy. <laughs> uh, Cesaro then steps up to Kevin Owens face-to-face. The two stare each other down. Zane then holds Cesaro back and tells Owens to watch himself. Ooh, sounds like we're maybe prepared for something next week. Ooh, baby. Ooh, we teasing towards a little, uh, maybe a little matchy match? A little matchy match, maybe? A little matchy match, maybe? I think we are, maybe. Uh, let's keep moving along, which is we've got a tag match next. 
Heavy Machinery taking on the OC, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Of course, after the the debacle, the humiliation of the Thanksgiving feast fight last week, uh, we have a normal tag match between these two. And who pulls out on top, Mikey? It's the OC. It's the OC. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, Gallows pinning Tucker on this one. All right, all right. Um, so the OC pull out the victory and normal. So what I guess what this says is that in normal tag team action, OC are better than heavy machinery. And I think, you know, if the Miz was involved, uh, Carl Anderson may have gotten the victory last week. So, uh, mm-hmm. just goes to show, uh, how much of a, uh, boon, boon is boon a positive word or a negative word? Uh, how much of a help, uh, <laughs> Uh, a boon is correct. How much of a boon that the Miz is to heavy machinery? Damn. Okay. But yeah, let's keep rolling along. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a backstage interview with Roman Reigns. They are asking him about how he is preparing for his number one contenders match. Roman responds, saying that he is preparing the same way he always does: watching the weight, watching the tapes, and lifting. Watching the, the weight. <laughs> watching the weights and lifting the tapes. after the year he has had he is just extremely happy to be here on fox representing wwe and if his victory means that he can earn a shot at the wwe championship then even better see life's full of challenges and i've learned that you need to take all the challenges on no matter how big or how small and kofi kingston is a great wwe champion and also he's a great friend of mine but don't get it twisted, Kofi. When I win tonight, you better be ready for the fight of your life. There we go. Big, strong words coming out of Roman Reigns. Taking on any challenge that he's given oh, as yeah. he moves along to potentially winning that WWE championship. Yep. And next up, we have Mikey. Uh, a solid tag match that came out of last week. Velveteen Dream and Cedric Alexander taking on Gulak and Brian. Ooh, spicy. The- this is a match that we have not decided the winner too, so we have to. I asked to have, I have to ask you, Mikey, who you got? This is a big match here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we have the pure the uh, the Gulak and Brian stable come out on top here in their first match? Is, is this their first match together? Um, I guess barring that eight-man tag match two weeks ago, yes. This is well. This is the first. I guess this is the first time it's just Gulak and Brian and not the revival. That is correct. Okay. What do we do here? Do Gulak and Brian come out with the win and cement that no matter what combination they're in, the pure can pick up a victory? Which is a good or, story. Which is a solid story. Or do Dream and Alexander derail that? derail that just like a train i don't know mikey uh i i'm leaning towards the pure because i like the pure being these big bad boys and technical gods okay then counter argument why should velveteen dream even keep challenging them because he just keeps losing to them this would be the third time in a row he's lost because either because of or Directly to the pure. That's true. That is definitely true. Where does Velveteen Dream go after this? Neither yeah. neither Dream nor Cedric get their comeuppance against against the pure. Mm-hmm. 
that's true. It, it it really doesn't look good if if they lose. But it also doesn't look great. It also doesn't look great if the pure lose here. No, no, it does not. Well, huh. Well, maybe let's talk about who who can be pinned. Out of all Weird these people, the only yeah. the only person is Cedric Alexander, probably. True. I would make the argument that Brian, maybe. So it's it's like at the top it's Cedric and then like Brian and then Dream. I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna go this or it's gonna be Alexander, Brian, Dream, Gulak. I don't think yeah. Gulak gets pinned or anything in this match. Does he who then who does the pinning? Well, I guess we can't answer that question because we don't know. Yeah, we don't know who's getting pinned, so we can't decide who does the pinning. It's like Cedric Alexander gets pinned by Velveteen Dream. What? <laughs> Velveteen Dream is joining the pure? <laughs> oh, faction warfare. Gotta love it, folks. Um, Gulak and Brian versus Dream and Cedric Alexander. I'm sort of leaning towards the Dream Alexander win. Now that yeah. you mentioned that Dream, this is the third time in a row that Dream has lost in part to the pure. Like, he lost at Survivor Series, and then he lost the big Fatal 4-Way. Or the, the big 8-Man. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Like, it's just feels bad that he's about to lose again, you know? What are your thoughts to Velveteen Dream and Cedric Alexander win? Dream pins Brian. It's bold, but I think it. I think I like it better. Honestly, I'm. I think I'm trying to protect Gulak more here because I feel like Gulak is more. More vulnerable to getting a loss here than yeah. Brian is. Yeah, because that could also spin off into a Dream Brian one on one match. Yeah. Which that's sure. Dope. That's sure. That would be dope, Cedric. You know, they both get their comeuppance, but Brian could be upset with Dream about pinning him. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm leaning towards that, actually. <laughs> now that I'm thinking, more than I think about it, I'm leaning towards that. All right, let's do it then. Dream pins Brian, and uh, Dream and Cedric Alexander win the match. Dream pins Brian. Yeah, because then Dream can still be entangled with the pure a little bit because he did pin Brian, so maybe Brian's upset about that. Cedric can now leave. Yeah. No, Cedric is free to leave. So is Gulak to a certain extent. Yeah. They're free to leave. They're free to go their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever that may take them. Uh, cool. Then we've decided, Mikey, what's the next segment? Next up, we have an interview with the Iconics about Peyton returning to in-ring action and why they interfered with the Empresses of the Night's matchup last week. Peyton says that the Empresses of the Night have been the only women's tag team on SmackDown for a while, and it went to their heads, making them think Oof. they were the be- making them think they were the best, even though there was really no competition. They don't run this division; we do. We're gonna put we're gonna put them in their place and make SmackDown. But before they could say their favorite beloved catchphrase that the whole WWE universe loves, I'm sure. Uh-huh. The Empresses of the Night step in and say that if you really want to put us in our place. Then fight us next week, and we'll see who really runs this division. Wow. Wow. That sense of a match next week. Iconics versus the Empresses of the Night. 
mm-hmm. in tag team action. I'm I'm excited about this, Mikey. Yeah, it's gonna Iconics. be a good match. The Iconics are back and they're taking names. The Iconics are back and they're immediately challenging the biggest team. I guess the only team, according to them. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's get into our main event, Mikey. It is Roman Reigns versus the Intercontinental Champion, AJ Styles, taking on Kevin Owens in a number one contenders match for the WWE Championship. Uh, that match will take place two weeks from now at the Christmas episode of SmackDown. Nice. Um, so yeah, uh, some special things we want to say is that we're going to have Miz on commentary for this matchup. That mm-hmm. way we can hype up that Miz AJ Styles angle as well. But Mikey main event time. We got to pick who wins. This is a tough one. The worst. We know, do- well, we know it's not AJ. Let's say that. Yeah. We're it's not going to be AJ Styles. We know it's not AJ. It's either Kevin Owens or Roman Reigns in this one. We also wanted to add some additional things, which was McIntyre watches this match from the back. Mm-hmm. And then Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. We're taking out Styles because he's the IC champ. You know, he, he doesn't need to win. Does he get pinned? I say no. No. Not to, not to make a New Japan booking, but, uh, you know, or AEW booking, pinning the champion. We don't, we don't want to confuse that. The problem is that now it's Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens who pins him. Here's my thoughts. In this match, if Drew McIntyre is watching from the back, then whoever loses this match is immediately off his radar, right? Whoever loses this match is immediately off Drew McIntyre's radar. Because he's probably like, oh, well, if he can't beat them two, they can't beat me, you know? Good point. Very good point. I feel like if Drew McIntyre is getting interested in anybody in this match, it's going to be whoever wins. I would, I would agree with you. So here's a pitch. Roman wins. Roman Reigns, the big dog himself. Mm-hmm. Is there any way because... we could? Is there any way we could protect Kevin Owens then? A little bit, because Kevin Owens is like our big baby face almost on the show. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for sure. Could we have Cesaro attack Owens during the match? That could work. It is triple threat, so it's already no DQ. Yeah, throw him into the barricade, European uppercut, you know? Yeah. Some some classic Cesaro shenanigans. Mm-hmm. cesaro Cesaro-gins. Sorry, I've been mispronouncing his name all, all show. Cesaro. Cesaro. Uh, I think I, I'm totally 100% okay with that, I think. Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. I think the logic there makes sense. We got Roman Reigns McIntyre. AJ Styles, Miz, Owens, Zane, and Cesaro continues. Yeah. We have... So... And it sets up a big guess... match for the Christmas episode, Kofi Kingston versus uh, Roman Reigns for the title. Are we going with that? Roman Reigns then? Yeah, Roman Reigns takes it home. Okay, Roman Reigns. He wins the number one contendership. He's back in it. I think... Since coming, returning with his, uh, returning from his prostate, not prostate cancer, leukemia. Yikes. Uh, I think this is his first title shot. Whoa, really? Yeah. Big if true. Like, I think that's true. I'm, I'm like thinking about it, you know, going back in my brain, you know, 
We started this show. Was it? We did. We should, what? I'm trying to remember. I don't think he's had a title shot. I, I don't remember. Have we ever booked him in a WB title shot? I don't think so. I don't remember. Because we didn't have, we didn't have Roman at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have him because he, he also had leukemia, came back, and we still didn't have him. And he yep. came back at that WrestleMania. And then he got traded to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Where we were still doing McIntyre and Balor. Yeah. Then we did McIntyre against um, some other guys, but I don't think Roman was ever one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Then we had the t- the tournament, which Roman lost in like the first round to Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Which looping back around, now we have them f- fighting for the title. Nice. Long term booking. Um. Oh God, we're geniuses when it comes to long term. How do you not long term book it this well? Like we're so we we're so good. Or... We're so good at accidentally long term booking. Are we good at long term booking, or is it just like WWE sucks? <laughs> I think that, I think it's more WWE sucks. Because that like, any that's... that any semblance of long term booking is good because WWE never does it. Like this, just it just feels right that it's because AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, sure, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, sure, but Roman Reigns is like, oh, he they also have a history. Is like Kofi Kingston knocked out Roman Reigns. We could show that in a video package. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Roman lost that. Then it was Pete Dunne and then all that stuff. Kofi eventually won it. Then Kofi defended once at TLC. Mm-hmm. Or was it... Did did Kofi defend his title at TLC? Against who? I don't even remember. TLC yeah. was like two pay-per-views ago. I gotta look it up. But yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think Roman... Roman has never had a WWE Championship title shot. He has been away from the title since... Um, he has come back from leukemia, and now he is getting his first title shot. I mean, reg- I mean, actual like you know, on paper title shot since doing that. Oh, it was at TLC. It was Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre. Whoa! I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> I don't even remember doing this, Mikey. But I guess we did. All right. Well, and then Survivor Series. Our... Oh my God, Kofi's on a tear. Oh my God, I'm thinking about it. Kofi beat Brock Lesnar. Kofi beat McIntyre and Owens. Kofi beat uh, Ro- uh, Alistair Black and Randy Orton. And now he's a match against the Big Dog. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited, Mikey. I'm really excited. This this was, I think these past couple episodes have been our best cards yet. I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. legitimately, I think all of these cards are our best yet. The puzzle pieces, I, I've always thought of, like, booking as, like, a big old puzzle. <laughs> it, whenever, like, these things happen, it's like the puzzle pieces just fit perfectly, it almost, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good when you do a nice long-term book. Yeah, a long-term book. That's a how you hit the books. Book. That's how you hit the books, baby. That's how you hit uh, them hard. That's what we do here. We hit the books, and we hit them hard. Yes, we do. Okay, well, then, Mikey... Uh, now that we've hit these books, it's time to destroy them. I right, set them ablaze, or like a phoenix that rise from the ashes, I guess. Because uh, it's time to hit the randomizer. Yeah, it is. The randomizer is the thing that keeps us sane 
Uh, it's the thing that makes us honest, makes us realistic, gives us the things that we can account for, like injuries or Vince McMahon changing his mind or, you know, face turns or the network being like, we want this, you know, those sort of things. Oh, yeah. Uh, the things that are sort of maybe out of control because we just want to focus on the booking, I guess. But, uh, Mikey, it is your turn to hit the randomizer. Yep. After last week, we got a heel turn with Apollo and Akira turning heel. Didn't happen on the show, but it's going to happen eventually. We just have to figure so, out how to do that. In a similar vein, we have controversy. Vince wants a controversial ending. Oh. Vince wants to book a controversial ending. I need you to hear me out on this one. Okay. I think we already have. Because Roman is picking up the win, pinning Kevin Owens, after he just got attacked by a heel. And Roman's just going to take that? I thought Roman was better than that. Oh, he's going he's gonna to pick up that victory. Exactly. He's just going to he's going to pick up the scraps of what Cesaro did to Owens. Uh-huh. And just be like, "Oh, we just get a Superman punch in here and he got beat up and now we win the match." Does that feel like Roman to you? No, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like Roman. I can see the logic there and like it so you're saying arguing that instead of Cesaro doing it mid of the match or whatever and Roman doesn't see it, we're saying that Roman does see Kevin Owens being attacked, but and instead of stopping Cesaro, he's just kind of like, all right. It 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 sort of happens. Maybe he's too groggy to stop it, or maybe that's the argument to be mm-hmm. made. But he doesn't do anything to stop it, and because of it, he sort of probably helps him win. He you know gets the Superman punch and a spear in, and he yeah. beats Kevin Owens. And you could argue that each that, that's controversial. Yeah. I think it's even controversial that Cesaro helped, like, interfere with this match, even. That's probably fair. I mean, I can't think of any other way to make this... I mean, make it real controversial as Roman, like, Roman, like, teams up with Cesaro and Roman turns heel, but that feels wrong. Yeah, that feels bad. That doesn't... That doesn't that, it's controversial, but I don't think that... I don't see that controversial would be maybe AJ Styles winning it yeah is that more controversial Probably. I don't know I think I think Roman I feel like Roman doing something like heelish like that is kind of contro- is pretty big okay then maybe we have to hear from Roman next week Mm-hmm. okay I'm okay with that then Roman Reigns picks up a victory. Or, no, yeah, Roman Reigns. I, okay, Roman Reigns picks up a victory. Good on him. Controversial mm-hmm. moment, indeed. You good? I just blanked out you all good? of a sudden. <laughs> okay, well, then that's uh, that's it, Mikey. That is our show. That is our episode. Another show in the books, oh, yeah. as it were. Our booking empire. There's another our- one in our library. And now we have a segment for next week too. Romans explains his actions. Romans explain. Roman explains himself. Roman explains himself. Roman explains his actions. Sit down interview with Michael Cole. Uh, Roman explains why he didn't stop Cesaro. I guess right. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. 
Uh, that will be next week. Next week, we've already have announced Iconics versus Empress of the Night. Roman Reigns explains his actions. And I think we'll announce it here now as well, Mikey. Kevin Owens taking on Cesaro in one-on-one action. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see what else we have. Of course, we have uh, one, two, three, four, five SmackDowns left to Royal Rumble. So Royal Rumble, that off-ramp to the Royal Rumble is eking ever closer. Yeah. Um, and we're getting up to that card. Uh, we have to start filing in, filing in Roman, filing in Royal Rumble participants soon enough. Uh, You're right. We have to start doing those, uh, right, the, the bingo ball segments. Bingo ball segments, baby. Bringing them back. Uh, we'll see who else joins uh, the Royal Rumble. We haven't announced anyone for the Royal Rumble. We have sort of this, you know, just waiting period. But I honestly, this waiting period, I we're doing great. Honestly, I like I said, I think the last three episodes have been great. What uh, if? We would, but I would. Uh, here's a here's a pitch. What if we have a battle royal for the number thirty spot, a mini Royal Rumble for the number thirty spot in the actual Royal Rumble during the Royal Rumble? Not during. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we have to put the Royal Rumble on pause to have a miniature Royal Rumble to see who comes in at number 30. Well, we all know for a fact we're going to have the Royal Rumble on pause because the 24-7 title is going to be defended during the Royal Rumble. Oh my god, you're right. I mean, let's 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 call Someone's it Someone's going to go for a pin in the Royal Rumble and they'll be like, why, is they, why are they doing that? And then they'll be like, new 24-7 champion. Exactly, I mean... Let's be honest, folks. That's going to happen. <laughs> if you're not reading the tea leaves like I do, it's Damn it's going to happen. Uh, but uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard, we would love for you to leave a review. Leave a review in the Library of Congress that is the podcast app. We would greatly appreciate it. Which is the podcast app of your choice. Um, you could also subscribe, which we would greatly appreciate it if you would like more content like this or like more other shows that we have like system check, which happens every Tuesday, which is an AEW analytics show and definitely get prepared for the new year as Mikey's Indy 500 makes its debut when Mikey starts reviewing, uh, 500 independent wrestling matches over the course of the year. So you can get those suggestions in by using the hashtag HTB 500. You can also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod um, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Mikey, uh, what do you, what are, where can people find you? What other things do you have to say to the world? Well, people can find me at MikeyM133 on Twitter, and that's about it. And you can find <laughs> you can find Ryan at RyanNightsy on Twitter. And, yeah, start sending in your submissions for Mikey's Indy 500 uh, with the hashtag HGB500. Start sending me indie matches I should watch. Uh, I should review, and uh, I can't wait to start that going into the new year. Yeah, uh, definitely get ready for Mikey's Indy 500. I'm greatly excited about that show. Um, I can't not wait for it to begin. But so you oh, want yeah. to definitely subscribe, folks, so that when that show comes out, you can get it into your podcast feed immediately. So I guess with all that being said, Mikey, well, let's leave our audience with these final thoughts. Audience, listeners at home, we love you. But we've got two words for you. Book it.
Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.